Heavenly Father, we thank you for letting us hear your words today. Only through the anointing of the Holy Spirit, we are able to hear your voice and understand your words. We ask for wisdom and understanding of the scriptures. Be with each and every one of us at this moment, so that we may gain the knowledge of the truth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Meditation of the week comes from Psalms 26. Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord. Therefore, I shall not slide. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins and my heart. For thy loving kindness is before mine eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. I have not sat with vain persons, neither will I go in with dissemblers. I have hated the congregation of evildoers, and will not sit with the wicked. I will wash mine hands in innocency, so will I compass thine altar, O Lord, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Gather not my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloody men, in whose hands is mischief, and their right hand is full of bribes. But as for me, I will walk in mine integrity, redeem me, and be merciful unto me. My foot standeth in an even place, in the congregations will I bless the Lord. Amen. Today's message comes from book of Job, chapter 42, verses 1 through 6. Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that thou canst do everything and that no thought can be withholden from thee. Who is he that hideth counsel without knowledge? Therefore have I uttered that I understood not, things too wonderful for me which I knew not. Here I beseech thee, and I will speak. I will demand of thee, and declare thou unto me. I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now mine eye seeth thee. Wherefore I abhor myself, and repent in dust and ashes. The word title is Righteousness of Man as Unclean Thing Like Filthy Rags Before Holy God. Regarding Job, who lived about the same time as Abraham 4,000 years ago, the Bible tells us how righteous he was. In Job chapter 1, verse 1, There was a man in the land of Uz, whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God and eschewed evil. 
God told Satan how righteous Job was in verse 8. Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil? God also spoke about Job through the prophet Ezekiel. In Ezekiel chapter 14, verses 12 through 14, Son of man, when the land sinneth against me by trespassing grievously, then will I stretch out mine hand upon it, and will break the staff of the bread thereof, and will send famine upon it, and will cut off man and beast from it, though these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were in it, they should deliver but their own souls by their righteousness, saith the Lord God. We must meditate and realize how Job, who had admitted that he was a righteous man, why with his own mouth hated himself and repented in dust and ashes. At that time, God did not choose the people of Israel yet, nor did he give the law. Obviously, at that time, people were living by their own conscience. Clearly, Job was one of the most righteous men among them, fearing and honestly following his conscience given by God. The words of Job testify of his righteous deeds. In Job chapter 1 verse 4 and 5, And his sons went and feasted in their houses every one his day, and sent and called for their three sisters to eat and to drink with them. And it was so. When the days of their feasting were gone about, that Job sent and sanctified them, and rose up early in the morning, and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus did Job continually. When Satan told God to accuse Job, God allowed him to try Job. But God said not to touch his body. With God's permission, Satan used his power to kill all of the livestock in his household, as well as all his servants, with fire and blade in the morning. In addition, Satan blew a great wind and killed them all by hitting four corners of the house where Job's sons and daughters feasted. Indeed, he lost everything in a day. At that time, he did not know of God's word. Written in Romans chapter 8, verse 28, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. Job did not blame God, but stood up for the dead servants, the livestock, and his children. So he tore up his garments, shaved his head, and fell to the ground and worshipped God, saying, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, 
and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Job chapter 1 verse 21. In everything that happened to him, he did not sin nor blame God foolishly. We must ponder how many of God's children today are like Job and how we will walk before God. At that time, he was not born again by the Holy Spirit nor cleansed of conscience by the blood of Christ Jesus. Only with the good conscience from God, he never blamed God for such great tragedy. As God spoke through the prophet Ezekiel, like Noah and Daniel, he was righteous among men at that time. However, we must realize how Job prayed to God in miserable repentance. When God heard Job's confession, he told Satan that Job was a perfect, honest, and righteous man. Satan asked God to try Job again, so God allowed Satan. Satan said, If God would strike Job's bones and flesh, Job will curse God. God gave Job once more into Satan's hands, but told him not to kill Job. Satan struck Job with a heavy boil from his soles to his head. It was so painful that Job took a piece of earthenware, scratched his body, and sat among the ashes. At this time, Job suffered more than his boil. Lastly, his wife cursed him by saying, in Job chapter 2 verse 9, Dost thou still retain thine integrity, curse God, and die? But even then, he did not sin with his lips after hearing her words. In the next verse, he said, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God, and shall we not receive evil? In all this did not Job sin with his lips. Then Job's three friends came to comfort Job. How could they comfort Job? They couldn't imagine why this great suffering came to him. They did not know that God had allowed Satan to do this affliction. They did not know God's plan to make Job like pure gold out of furnace after the trial. They saw Job's unrecognizable face, raised their voices, and wept. And they sat with Job seven days and nights and couldn't say a word to him. Eventually, they were forced to say something that seemed to condemn Job. Job opened his mouth and spoke in front of God, Satan, and three friends. As written in Job chapter 3, verses 3 through 9, he said, Let the day perish wherein I was born, in the night in which it was said, There is a man-child conceived. Let that day be darkness. Let not God regard it from above, neither let the light shine upon it. Let darkness and the shadow of death stain it. Let a cloud dwell upon it. Let the blackness of the day terrify it. As for that night, let darkness seize upon it. Let it not be joined unto the days of the year. Let it not come into the number of the months. Lo, 
Let that night be solitary. Let no joyful voice come therein. Let them curse it that curse the day, who are ready to raise up their mourning. Let the stars of the twilight thereof be dark. Let it look for light, but have none. Neither let it see the dawning of the day. The words he spoke openly were not words of resentment to God, but wishes that he had never been born, that is, words to himself that his servants and children would not have died miserably without him if he had not been born. Job began to openly speak about the words of his friends. Elihu, who was listening to Job and his three friends, was angry when he saw that Job was more righteous than God while talking to his friends, and he spoke to his three friends. They condemned Job without finding an answer. Elihu, who also heard Job speak with his friends, and that his intentions were revealed deeply embedded in him, told Job in Job chapter 35 verses 2 through 3, Thinkest thou this to be right? that thou sayest, My righteousness is more than God's. For thou sayest, What advantage will it be unto thee? And what profit shall I have if I be cleansed from my sin? To Job, who claims his righteousness, God finally answered him in a whirlwind. In Job chapter 38 verses 2 through 7, he said, who is this that darkeneth counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up now thy loin like a man, for I will demand of thee, and answer thou me. Where wast thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare if thou hast understanding. Whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened, or who laid the cornerstone thereof? When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy, Job could not answer a single word to God, who poured out enormous amount of questions from chapters 38 to 41. No one in the world will be able to answer even one question. Finally, Job confessed to God in chapter 42, verses 2 through 5, I know that thou canst do everything, and that no thought can be withholden from thee. Who is he that hideth counsel without knowledge? Therefore have I uttered that I understood not, things too wonderful for me, which I knew not. Here I beseech thee, and I will speak, I will demand of thee, and declare thou unto me. I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now mine eye seeth thee. The Bible says that the end of times, as written in Daniel chapter 12, verse 10, many shall be purified, and made white, and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. In other words, to purify a person, he must go through trial. In Revelation chapter 22 verse 11, the Bible tells us, He that is unjust, let him be unjust still, and he which is filthy, let him be filthy still, and he that is righteous, let him be righteous still, and he that is holy, let him be holy still. 
Through the trial of the great tribulation, the Jews shall realize how dirty their own righteousness by the law before God and repent like Job miserably, saying, But we are all unclean, and all our righteousness is like dirty rags, and we are all withering like the leaves, and our iniquities have carried us like the wind. Isaiah chapter 64 verse 6 To Job who realized his sin before God regarding as righteous to God, God restored everything and blessed him in double than before. And God will bless the Jews when they repent as Job in the midst of the great tribulation in his kingdom. Apostle James testified of the sufferings and blessings Job received. James chapter 5 verse 11, he said, Behold, we count them happy which endure. Ye have heard of the patience of Job, and have seen the end of the Lord, and that the Lord is very pitiful and tender mercy. May grace and peace of God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ be with all of you. Amen.